Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Leo, here is your horoscope. Keep pumping and avoid GMOs. See note. Note, not for the reasons you think. Welcome back to Dead Waves. Welcome back, listeners, to Dead Waves, the only radio show on the air to help you with those strange problems you can't ask anyone else about. If this is your first time listening, my name is Lilith, and I am the hostess of this show. And with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Jack, my husband. Lilith? Jack? Do you know how calm I have been these past two weeks? I have noticed that you've been relatively chill, yes. How enlightened. How zen-like, how much of the Buddha I have come to resemble in my daily routines and practices? Uh, Buddha isn't really the first deity that I would think of, but okay, sure. And do you know what the solution was to this spiritual awakening? What? Geese have been holding me down. And now that we've gotten rid of the geese, I have just become one with nature. The nature that was previously holding me back by producing geese, these monstrosities, these winged horrors. But now, now I'm okay. Oh. I understand the meaning of it all. The cosmic energies are coming to me, and I'm my arms are wide open, all eight of them. Oh, wow. Okay. And our other co-host is Grem. Oh, what the fuck, Jack? Why do you have so many fucking arms? I went to the bridge to go get some Zima, so I'm back. I'm drinking a Zima, having a good old time. And now you got fucking eight arms, Jack? Explain yourself to me now. Grem, I was hoping you were going to explain. I haven't... I don't fucking know what's going on. I've been in a prank war with Trey and fucking Shem across the street. Those little assholes are the good, I tell you. Listen... One thing they can teach you in hell is to prank people real well. Uh, we're at a bit of a disadvantage because there's no more geese anymore, and one of my classic pranks is to paint a, a, a spray paint three geese. One of them says one, the other one says two, the other one says four, and then you release them into the house, you cover everything in meat so they go hog wild everywhere, start eating everything, fucking everything up, pooping everywhere. 
Uh, and they can never find number three because it doesn't exist. Classic. Do, do geese eat meat? They're omnivores, and any day, they could they could have turned on us and ate all of us. Well, Grim, oh. I'm not sure if you're making that up completely or not, but either way, that's fascinating. I mean, don't geese have, like, those little teeth in their beaks? That's yeah, right. Have you tried to eat a carrot without teeth? That doesn't work. Exactly. Now, Jack, explain these arms to me now! Yeah, that doesn't really explain how you got extra arms. This is the form that I could have been, but I've always been held back by geese. It's like I'm saying. Without geese, I can finally become what I'm meant to... They're prosthetic. I went to a costume shop. They look fake, Jack. Yeah. I was going to say they look fucking fake, but they look fake. You just glued your Taco Bell hot, hot tacos in the hands... Include them in your body. Yeah, I was trying to lean into the whole, like, spiritual thing, and I thought that, like, you just understand how much, how happy I am that the geese are gone. But I, I could have just said, I'm happy the geese are gone, and I could have saved my Taco Bell goodies. I mean, it looks cool. It looks like you're cosplaying somebody from, uh, from, yeah, fucking Naruto or some shit, but, uh, looks, sure. it looks fucking cool. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, one thing that I can do with my eight arms is I can help callers not eight times as fast, but probably as fast as I used to. Oh, well, then I guess, do do you want to use your arms to give out the phone number? Well, it's more of an audio sort of thing that we do here on the radio, but uh, I can give it a shot. Sure. I mean, you know, just use one arm to... To click the button, use your other arm to do the other thing. And, okay, and uh, yeah. one arm is right hand red. Okay, the other arm is making a hot dog. And the other four are standing by for you, listeners. So if you have any questions about the paranormal, the unexplained, the supernatural, go ahead and give us a call. That number, as always, is 392-6660. And uh, Lilith and Graham. Yes. Uh-huh. Would you both be so kind as to, in just a short little conversation, give us the email address. Make it like a commercial. Please. Okay. Um, so if you can't happen to reach us by phone and you still really need to get a hold of us, Grem, what is the email address? How have I fallen and I can't get up, but I can't type in my phone, deadwaysradio at gmail.com. And the phone's ringing. There we go. Okay. Wait, wait. I, I'll hit the button. I'll hit the button. Uh, okay. I'll use arm number seven. Boop. Uh, hello, caller. You are on the air. Uh, howdy. This is a. This is Garth Marlborough. Uh, is this that there dead waves rage station? Uh, yes, it is. I, I, I'm in need of some help. You see, it's a. Uh, it's Sherman. 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 Sherman? Yes, he's a he's a scarecrow. He's a works out in my field every day. He's been in my family since since we came to this country, and lately he's been acting a little strange. Oh, um. Okay, so, uh, how would you say this scarecrow is acting strange? Well, it all started a couple nights ago. You see, I was watching Wizard of Oz with my family, as I do. And 
heard a horrendous squealing from outside, so I run out, grab my gun, check out the door. And it seems like somebody let all the pigs loose. So I spent better half of the night getting them back in their pen. And when I come back, I see Sherman's been standing in the window watching the movie. Ooh. That's a... It's a great movie, though. Love The Wizard of Oz. That is a fair point. It is a very good movie. But I don't think a scarecrow should be, you know, standing at your window. It should be in the field where it belongs. Unless you you didn't place it by your window to start with, did you? Well, I, I didn't. I thought maybe my wife or one of my sons was playing some kind of joke on me. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's always been a bit of a weird scarecrow, you know. He set the beer can on his post, and every so often you catch a glance at his arm coming back down to his side from it. And hmm. this is the first time I ever seen him move. So when I come up with the gun around the window, he trot back into the cornfield real slow-like. Oh, that's not good. So you've, you've seen him physically moving? Yes, yes, I have. I'd always sort of suspected, but I guess we got that kind of confirmation. Okay, so, I mean, that rules out a lot of practical, uh, more realistic answers. Ooh. Right. Um, okay, so you said that the Scarecrow has been in your family for a long time, for as long as your family has been in the country. How long is that? Since the Revolutionary War. Okay. Okay, so you, you said that uh, your your family has had the Scarecrow for a long time. Where where was it that you originally were from? Oh, we, we was originally from Virginia, and then we moved out west come 1800, I believe. Okay. Oh, okay. Virginia. You got anything in your, in your weird little book, Lilith, about Virginia? Ro- was Roanoke in Virginia? I'm not good at math. Um... Actually, that's a very good question. I believe that Roanoke was in Virginia, or at least Virginia adjacent. <gasps> Does that mean they're in the same area? Uh, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, oh, do you know something that we don't know, Grub? Yes. Um, I'm not allowed to talk about it. It's part of the demon code, but, uh... Oh. Okay, listen, we're already on the lamp. Roanoke was actually a big fucking scam, guys. Listen, the people that... Wait, what? Yeah, it was a big fucking scam. Jack, you said it one time, and I almost let it slip, but I think it's time you do, because we're on the land. And fuck fuck those guys from hell. Anyway, everybody in Roanoke was hired to be there. They were just demons wearing people's skin. Did this gentleman just suggest that he was a demon, and that everyone from Roanoke, Virginia who mysteriously disappeared, was just wearing human skin. Yeah, well, I am still currently a demon, and I was one of those little fuckers running around farming and shit. We built these fucking things. We built these fucking scarecrows. They were like golems or whatever. Oh. Yes. Oh. And we distributed them all across the land, and then we got the fuck out of there. Classic crank. That makes a lot of sense. When I was a kid... I was looking at the post that Sherman's been nailed to his whole existence, and I saw the word Croatoan scratched into it, just like that tree from the Roanoke colony. It's just fucking... It's just fucking Hogwarts spelled backwards. We knew about Harry Potter, all that bad shit. Well in advance. I knew nothing good would come of them books. I told my son, you put that down right now. 
Well, yeah, there's a reason they banned them in school. Because they're written by a fucking bad person. Anyway, that's, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you guys, it was probably not the most, like, smart prank that we've done, but is legendary because people still fucking talk about it. So, you know. I have to admit, it, you are right. People still do talk about it, and I guess the best things are constantly talked about, so. That is true. Uh, press is good press. Absolutely. So, uh, Garth, or Mr. Marlboro, if you prefer. Gar- Garth's fine, thank you. Okay, so Garth, uh, I guess let's start at a basic level here. Uh, can you describe this scarecrow to us? Well, he's about five foot four. Uh, he's wearing a full-on revolutionary military outfit. Belonged to my great-great-grandpappy, who was a Minuteman. He normally just sort of sits strung out on his post, but when he moves, he kind of looks like one of them Christmas ornaments you push the bottom of and their whole body collapses. I know what you mean. I love those little guys. Okay. All right. So that is definitely um, interesting that it is still wearing... You know, the Revolutionary War outfit. Uh, you said that was your, your grandfather's? Oh, great, great grandpappy. Great, 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 great grandpappy. Yes. Um, I'm assuming that this might be something that was, uh, very special and very close to him. And sometimes when we put our feelings and our emotions, you know, into inanimate objects, it can, you know, stay in it can leave an impression. So, you know, mm. it's likely that between, you know, this could be one of those uh, scarecrow golems that Graham was talking about, but then on top of it, having this highly impassioned article of clothing, it might be powering him even more. You're telling me that my grandpappy's revolutionary spirit left an imprint in them clothes like my butt does in the couch when I'm watching Double Jeopardy. That is exactly, that is the perfect description. Speaking of passion and stuff, did you, do you think your great-great-great-grandpappy put on that outfit and had lots and lots and lots of sex in it and it was just fucking sweating in it and he was just banging it out and he's like, well, now I gotta, gotta put on a fucking scarecrow so we can live forever. The only thing I can say for sure is that the men in my family never fully removed their clothes during coitus. So. I knew it! I knew it! That's what we did with the original golems. We were banging in those fucking little bloomers, and they were like, you know what would be funny if we put them on some fucking straw people? And then just left them all around. And, and they'll probably be, like, haunted or whatever later on. It, like I said, it was a bad prank. But we were, de- we were definitely banging it away. And those fucking bloomers, they're very comfortable. They're very airy. Those little petticoats. I look good in a petticoat guy. I just want to let you know. A petticoat guy. That's very good to know. I've been looking for a gift for you for Christmas and Hanukkah, Yule, all of those. Thank you. I accept all petticoats. Or money. You can just give me money if you want. Oh, I just use it to buy petticoats in anime. Petticoats or petty cash. Okay, good to know. What are we going to do with all this fucking sex clothes on these straw golems? Lilith, use your magic or something. Protect us. 
Well, I'm going to have to, you know, determine, first of all, if this is one of the original, you know, scarecrow golems. You said that the post had the word Croatoan carved into it. Did you notice anything else um, out of the ordinary about either the pole or, uh, you know, just the scarecrow itself? Sherman. Well, he's always been a bit of a, I guess you'd say, unhappy scarecrow. He's got just the thickest rectangle eyebrows you ever seen patched into a doll's face, and he's got eyes made from buttons blacker than a starless night on a new moon. I know those buttons anywhere. I think fucking Sturb made this scarecrow. We were back in the day. Really? So it's a it's a stirred crow. It's a stirred crow. He uh listen, uh Mr. Marlboro, um Wait, wait, uh, what? What was that, Graham? Marlboro. I think uh Garth, listen to me. Listen. Listen, you're listen, you're <laughs> listen. You're in danger of Stern made that scarecrow. Stern's a bad, bad demon man. He's trying to fucking kill us. And if he made that scarecrow that scarecrow's got some malicious intent, not just watching, you know, calmly peeping at your family and watching Wizard of Oz in the window. That scarecrow's gonna fucking kill somebody. It probably is gonna hurt real bad. Oh, I should say he's got some malicious intent. The next morning I woke up to a list nailed to my door. Oh, no. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What was on the list? It was written list? in just... Well, it was a list of demands. Oh, shit! Oh. Signed, demands. signed by Sherman. Oh, fuck. He's requesting a 30-minute break for each eight-hour shift outdoors. I mean, that's, that's just unreasonable. I mean, what, what is he going to do with his 30 minutes off? And he wants me to convert the hayloft to a break room with a ping-pong table. This is asinine. And then there's just a third line here that says bird insurance. What is bird insurance? I'm not qualified to have employees on my farm. This is a family operation. Oh, no. Oh, no. Even Star Scarecrow is sick of rules and regulations. This is... This, well, I mean, it might not be a bad thing if you... If you if you maybe helped him out a little bit so he doesn't fucking kill your family and your children and turn them into scarecrows. I mean, we were scared witless. The first thing we did was go on Craigslist and see what the cheapest deal on a ping pong table we could get just to hold him over. But I mean, I don't have the 50 bucks, especially not with him occupying my harvester every day. 50 bucks? That's like fucking 50 Big Macs. Is it? They're a dollar each. I ain't been to a McDonald's since 1984. That should be roughly around two to three hundred Big Macs, if I recall. I agree. It's probably how it should have been. Uh, fuck, guys, I, I... Shit, I don't know. You guys know about rules and regulations much more about me. I'm just good at breaking them. Well, something I was thinking was, we know for a fact that anything that Sturd created, if it was following the rules of Sturd, wouldn't want a break every eight hours. It wouldn't want a ping-pong table. It would devote itself to Sturd. That's true. So I think that if this is something Sturd created, it may have broken the brainwashing. The tramp stamp might have gotten washed away in a rainstorm or something. And, uh, Garth, if you actually maybe work with this scarecrow, 
you might have a guardian against one of the fiercest demons of the New Jersey part of hell. The, the only demon that's plaguing me right now is the demon of unionizing. Because this scarecrow is going around, he's talking to all the other scarecrows, and he's trying to rile them up and get them with talks of revolution against the farmers. We got him the ping pong table, and now he wants more. Now he wants one of those little shuffleboard tables with the sawdust on it that you roll the puck across. I mean, those things are at least 200 at a minimum, and we've already put $50 into this. My family is going mackless, I tell you what, I'm losing it over here. Oh, boy. Okay, so so Sherman is going around uh, trying to get the other scarecrows to join him. Do you have any other scarecrows um, on your own farm, like, uh, that he, I mean, might be able to you know, get together quickly? I mean, that's what I would be worried about first. I mean, he's got probably dozens of ones to work with around here. I mean, this this farm is real old, and sometimes when a scarecrow falls down, we don't place it immediately. He could be going around and freeing all these trapped scarecrows who've got nothing but straw and vengeance in their bellies. Oh, no. Uh, like a victim of the schnabel perched in. Ooh, Yeah. Oh, the no. schnabel, the schnab, what'd you say? Oh, schnabel perched him. It's a uh, demon that we recently uh, heard about from a listener that if your house is unorganized, it cuts you open and stuffs you full of straw and rocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, I guess I should count myself lucky that he just wants compensation and not blood as of yet. One thing we love to say here at Dead Waves is, hey, it can always be worse. Am I right? It can always be blood and guts and your death. So there's that. I think that's a good place to start. And I think we need to consider what this scarecrow uh, infused with passions, passionate passion sex by Stern could do to you and your family. I, I really wish you wouldn't bring up my family in the context of my grandpappy's intercourse outfit. I have to agree, Graham. I, listen, I just, I couldn't glaze over it. I had to, I had to elaborate about the passion. That's what really makes the spell work. You know, Graham, I think glazing over it was part of the problem. Oh! Yuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Garth. I, now, my, my son was adamant that y'all could help. So, I, I just, he mentioned this. Spell? Is there some kind of magical Harry Potter nonsense I can just wave a twig around and all this will go away before the next harvest? Actually, Lilith, you are quite well-versed in twigmancy. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, I've actually gained my fourth level. Nice. It's pretty close to strawmancy, so you can probably do some cool shit with that. They're plants. I think, uh, I think we could figure something out. I'll have to go through a couple of my books, obviously, and get a couple things prepared. Oh, I'll get get your Twigmancy outfit. Oh, thank you. It's just a bunch of sticks glued to a hat, but... I know. I like it. It was a a fun little craft. Took you 14 days. I had to get it perfect. You scattered a bunch of fucking twigs everywhere, like some kind of charlatan. Gluing them together with a high glue gun looks fucking asshole. I had to go to the store three times to Michael's to get you fucking glue sticks you could melt down and glue these fucking sticks together with. 
I greatly appreciate all of your work. Fine, whatever, as long as this helps stop the scarecrow from murdering this innocent family and rising up and destroying the capitalist system that, that Mr. Garth Mavros well, created. Graham, Graham, Graham. Huh? Inner peace, man. There's no Hello? geese. Inner peace, there's no geese. Can I have two of those arms? Sure. Okay, I feel better. All right, so Garth, we're just going to take a quick break so I can look over a couple of my books, and then um, we'll be right back with you, all right? Oh, I appreciate that so much. Thank you for your help. We'll be with you in just a second. Settle down. Let us begin the meeting of the Order of the Ancient Audience. Before I begin, I would like to recognize members Jimmy Rogers and Mike Bobbitt for their continued patronage. Remember, if you know someone who'd like to join willingly and of their own volition, direct them to patreon.com slash deadwavesradio for behind-the-scenes content vert merch, live events, and more. Patronage starts at a sultry dollar sixty-nine. Nice. Wink. Now on to tonight's topic. Best brand of Hot Topic loves for dainty hands. Personally, I feel that... Welcome back, listeners, from the break. If you are just tuning in, we have Garth Marlborough with us. Garth, you are still on the line, correct? Yeah, I'm running up a damn phone bill here, ain't I? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We uh, we have a solution for you. Well, we have a couple ideas. We were talking over the break. Hell, three even. Oh, what a relief. Yeah, one of them's magic, probably. My idea is, remember when you said you had a gun? I do, Yes. What if, what if you just fucking shot the scarecrows and just fucking killed them? Look, I mean, if he can move and walk doesn't mean that he's possessing of some kind of sentience that's worthy of preserving a spark of the divine, or perhaps infernal in this case. I think you should probably just fucking shoot not think about the consequences and just fucking murder, murder these fucking scarecrows with guns and fire. Just light them on fire and then when they go to meet each other, they're like, hey, I'm gonna tell you how to unionize, but I'm actually on fire, and now you're on fire too, and now we're dead! Problem solved, they're fucking dead. Bingo. Mm, but Grim, what happens if, you know, like, the fields catch fire or things like that? I mean, you still have... You're harshing my butt. I haven't suggested fire in like four, five, or seven weeks. It has been a few. It has been a few. The fucking environment. How it's gonna get lit on fire? And listen, the environment's already lit on fire. We do it all the time in California. We're just fucking having parties and just letting them fucking rage wild. Mm -hmm. Might as well do it to kill the scarecrows. Now, I ain't some kind of fancy highfalutin California city folk. So if that's how they handle things over on the West Coast, I think 
my East Coast sensibility is to politely decline. Oh, damn it. See, I love Faya so much, and I miss using it. <laughs> it just it is really understand how oh. it is letting things on fire. Oh, Grim. Grim. For chaos. Oh. You know what? Listen, I'm sure we will get a problem one day where the solution will be fire. Oh, thank God. I mean, we haven't had a fire sprite on in forever, you know? Might happen again. We had to relight him. You know, might happen again. Who knows? Well, I had a fire sprite recently. My my wife brought him from the Winn-Dixie. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit fruity, and, you know, it's they only bring it around the holidays, so can't have it all the time. Right. Personally, I prefer the remix sprites, but they don't make those anymore. I like cranberry sprite. But anyway... That's the one. Cranberry oh, Sprite. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's so good. It's like Christmas in your mouth. It's like a Christmas... It's like a little Christmas dance on your tongue. Anyway, uh, fuck, fire. All right, I'm out. Jack, your tab tag you in. All right, I got that tag. Tag. All right. Garth? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, okay. So, one thing that if Graham is going to go to his classical fire, I'm going to go to my... Have you considered just sitting down with all the different scarecrows, maybe uh, talking it over, hashing it out? And by hashing it out, I mean just smoking a little bit of the green with the scarecrows, but carefully so that they don't burn down. I was going to say. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know who told you that we are growing illicit substances in the back lot, but I would thank you kindly not to mention that on these here free access rage waves Now, see, the thing about talking to these scarecrows is if if they're talking, they ain't talking to me. It's all letters and signs and slogans they leave written everywhere, but not one of them's actually said two words to any of us, and I don't know if that's out of union solidarity or just plain rudeness. Hmm. Right. Yeah, that's gonna complicate things if they only want to do things through official channels. Uh... Yeah. So if talking isn't going to work... Well, I do have a solution. It is a magic solution. Oh, yeah! It's It's a little bit of a talking solution, but I think that this will will work. Oh, buckle up! All right, so since we're dealing with golems, I think that the best way to continue is possibly to make your own. Now, as a twigmancer, I can assist you in making your own. And then, I think that he would make a really good union officer who can be the go-between for you and the other scarecrows. Oh, thank you. I mean, the answer was staring me in the face the whole time. I mean, we just needed a middle manager to come in sort this all out, because I'm so busy that I don't have the time to deal with these labor relations. Exactly. And see, I mean, the whole language barrier is also a huge problem. So, you know, having someone who can speak both would be, you know, a huge asset to you. And, you know, I just, I think that this would be a good, you know, way for them to get the things that they want, but also not take advantage of you either. I mean... I can understand a ping-pong table. That makes sense. But come on, a $200 shuffleboard, mm, that's a little mm, much. It's a little much. So, 
Um, like I said, this is something super easy and I can walk you through it. You're just going to need a couple household items, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll see if I can get my son on it. Oh, dang it, where is he? Oh, oh god dang it, he's gone out there, he's picking in with the scarecrow saying he don't want to do chores no more. Oh, this is, this is ridiculous. Oh no. Slippery slope. We need to hurry. Oh yeah. Okay, so, um... I can just start giving you the list, and then, um, like I said, you you can just find this stuff is just around. Um, so all right, I got a pen. Okay, you're going to want to get at least twelve good sticks, like fairly good size, because you're going to create your golem out of sticks, twigs. You know, twig mancer makes sense. Okay, okay, got twelve mm-hmm. sticks. Uh. Should be laying around the barn somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you're going to want to get a bow of holly. Uh, 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 Christmas decorations up in the attic. You think that'll suffice? Uh, yeah. You know what? It's really just about the intention. So, e- even if it's fake, it should work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's the thought that counts. That's what my mama always said. Exactly. That's the entire idea of magic. It's the thought that counts. All right. And then you're going to want to get um, a couple buttons for eyes, obviously. And then you're going to want to get something for the mouth. Now, I would recommend something that is flexible, maybe like a rubber band. I would Or a that- condom. Or wax lips. Or wax lips you can get from the comedy store. I'm going to add rubber band to the list. Okay. That's fair. We tried. We tried, Jack. We did. I love wax lips. It's so silly. All right. And then um, you're going to want to start to create your golem. Just kind of uh, take the sticks and make it in a person-like shape. Um, You know, just kind of... It doesn't matter if uh, it looks really stiff. Once you give it life, it'll kind of you know, become more limber. All right, all right. Well, he's got two arms and two legs and a body. Okay. What do I do with the other seven sticks? Okay, well, uh, you could make the legs longer. Um, Make him giant. Make him a giant manager so he can watch over them from the sky. Well, like, he's all torso. He's only torso and legs. You're right. A manager ought to be barrel-chested. So I'm just gonna... Make him strong and handsome. Yeah, he can't... He's gotta be able to put the... Put the fear of God into these other scarecrows with that thick wooden chest. He's a thick boy! Make him a thick boy! A thick twiggy boy! Maybe get some logs! Just... Glue some logs onto them too. You know what? Yeah, let's. We're gonna. Okay, we're gonna. We're gonna man mode this. We're gonna upgrade it. Forget the twigs. I'm gonna go to the firewood pile real quick. Yeah, we're making a big old boy. All right. This is fun. All right, all right. Use the firewood poker as a spine. That way, he's Ooh. always sturdy, always standing up straight. So intimidating. Ooh, great. Yeah, like a like a man should. He's got a rod on his back. Yeah. He got to bend at the waist. That's right. Like a real man. Yeah, a real man never bended the knees. You gotta give him 
big fists for punching in case those scarecrows get out of line. He's gonna fuck them up. Yeah, I'm gonna give him pencils for hands so yeah. he can sign all these paperworks for me. Yeah! Paperwork! You gotta give a big old dog. Very important. Look, it says it right here that I wrote it in your book. Big old dog. Oh, yep, there's the... spell. There's the asterisk next to it, so, yeah. It's in the book. It is magically binding now. Oh. Uh, Well, I think great-grandpappy, not great-great-grandpappy, he was a municipal judge. I think his gavel might be around here in a drawer somewhere. Ooh, it got the dog of justice. Dog Hammer, our favorite band that we hate. Our favorite band consisting of you, me, and Lilith. Dog Hammer. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's... That's inspirational. I love this. Yes. Gavel dong. You have to. All right. What's next? I got the holly. Does that go? Yeah. So um, you're going to want to give him a nice haircut with that. You don't. I mean, he has to look professional. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think maybe middle manager ought to have like a comb over. Yeah. Just sort of drape it across the bald head of the log. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a really great idea. Perfect. Mm. Okay. No, I, I think I can figure out what to do with the buttons, so I'll just that was on there. All right. Do you think? Uh, do you think he looks ready? Oh, almost forgot the rubber band. Oh, gotta get that mouth. He's gotta have those lips for smooching and talking about the law or whatever. I was going to say negotiating, but smooching mm-hmm. works too. All right. Everybody negotiates different. Seems like. He's the most perfect thing I've ever made. Oh, it's beautiful. I can I can hear your craftsmanship through the phone, and it sounds like you just went to a Hobby Lobby and purchased the be- most beautiful scarecrow you've ever seen. But you didn't purchase it, you built it with your hands and with your heart. Oh, but if he's going to be a man in this family, he's got to wear clothes all the time. So just give him a pair of these here blue jeans and uh, maybe a, a tasteful flannel, and I'll... Double tuck that in. I was going to say the way to make this work, you're going to have to, well, in a sense, sacrifice some of your clothes and give it to him. The same way that, you know, the Scarecrow was given his clothes and imbued with, you know, its own magical power. All right. He's all gussied up and ready for his first day on the job. Okay. Hello. Oh, incredible. He sounds so robust. Father. Son. I hope I make you proud negotiating with these scarecrow unions. You already have, son. I'm crying tears of sap. Oh, no. It's okay, son. Don't let us stay my business while I got scarecrows to negotiate with. Get on. Get on out here now. Go do that. Okay. Okay, Father. It's, it's so hard to say goodbye, but... <laughs> I'm going. Godspeed, you beautiful homunculi. Oh, wow. Near the pitter-patter of his giant logged feet. Wow. Wow. For a minute, he kind of sounded like a jazz man. I don't know if that was... Do you have any jazz men in your family? Mm, nope, just... Farmers and judges and revolutionaries. Wow. 
Well, I feel like when you mix different materials for a golem, you're going to wind up with certain imperfections. The voice might not be consistent, even over the course of, like, let's say a 30-second bit. Right, right, sure. I agree. Mm, and that voice box is breaking in. Yeah, it's going to take a few before you wind up getting a consistent voice that it can reliably do. It happens to all the men in our family around ages of 12 to 14, I believe. It's sort of, you settle into that natural southern drawl. Of course. That makes sense. Well, um, tell us, uh, is he, is he actually doing anything? If you look out the window, is he negotiating? Oh, yeah, he's got Sherman in a real good armbar right now from where I'm standing oh, up against the combine. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, so that... It's really working. Oh, yeah, he's... Say, Uncle! He's, Say, Uncle! That's right, you bust that union. You bust it good, son. You got it, Father. Um, I, I do have to ask, Garth, what is your actual son doing since he was picketing with the other scarecrows? Oh, it looks like he's been detained, which, I mean, honestly, this serves him right, I mean... I'm the new son! He crossed the picket line from yeah. my house... To the scarecrows. No scabs in my home or father's. It's the same home. Uh, the last question I have for you, Garth. Uh, it, are you? Did it work? Uh, did we fix your problem? Are we cool? Can we go now? I'd yeah. say you did. I mean, it it took a while, and there were definitely some duds thrown out. But I'm a richer man spiritually, and my family grew today, and I have you to thank for it, Miss Lilith. Oh well. You're so welcome, Garth. We're super happy that we could help you. Thanks, Mr. Mabra. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome, Graham. Graham? Close enough. Wow, I can't believe we fucking made you a fighting machine built to fuck up those scarecrows whenever you want. I'm so happy. I'm so excited that we spiritually lifted your burdens up. So, Garth, now that you have a new addition to your family, and it seems like things are going to be going pretty smoothly between uh, your new Scarecrow and the previous Scarecrows, uh, is there anything else we can help you out with tonight? Oh, well, I, I shouldn't think so. You, you've been mighty accommodating. All right. Well, you know, uh, we're going to let you go then. But hey, listen, uh, let us know, you know, what happens in the future, you know? Try to give us a call or send us an email. Let us know how we did. Oh, I'll do that. All right, great. Well, you have a great rest of your night, Garth. You as well. All right, good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Well, uh, once again, we did it. We did, and I uh, I got to try out my new uh, Twigmancy. Yeah, you honestly, I think doing something on this scale might even bring you up to level five. You think so? I'm no Twigmancy expert. I'm no Twigmancy leader, but I, I've just got a good feeling. Mm. Stop putting your hands on I'm right here! I'm right here! Go bang in your twig suit in your room and not in front of me! Uh, well, uh, okay. Jack? I'll put on my leaves. Here Wait, we go. I'm fucking quitting this goddamn show! Oh, and... And there he goes. All right. Uh, you want to go get a snack? Yeah. All right. That's all we have tonight, listeners. We will see you on the other side. I'm not quitting. I love you guys. Just take pictures from me. Goodbye.
Grem was played by Alex Piccolo. Lilith was played by Amanda Welzine. Jack was played by Ryan Fust. Garth Marlborough was played by Jerron Dooling. He didn't have anything that he wanted to plug, but we'd like to thank him for appearing on the show. Dead Waves is produced by Amanda Welzine. Music and sound design by Ryan Fust. The Dead Waves logo was created by Amanda Welzine. Questions? Comments? You can always email us at deadwavesradio at gmail.com. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in bonus content, exclusive live content, and other goodies, check us out on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash deadwavesradio. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Dead Waves. <laughs>